Hello and welcome to the Quest Me podcast. My name is Josh. I'm joined today by my, by my good friend and co-host. His name is Justin. Hello. We're here to talk all about Star Wars. More specifically, we're going to talk about the Bad Batch. The bad um, this is batch. season two of Quest Me, episode three, and we are ready to to talk more about the bad batch i guess um <laughs> i guess <sighs> you can follow us on twitter at twist my arm cast uh search twist my arm podcast on facebook and instagram and if you go to youtube.com slash twist my arm podcast you can find all of our videos and past live streams um yeah Oh, one more thing. Also visit twistmyarmpodcast.com. That's where you can find all of our shows, including Sudden But Inevitable, Rebop, uh, Best Flicks with Ricky D, Marvel Cannon Madness, and the Twist My Arm interview podcast, where we interview other people that are kind of like us. Last week, we had uh, Sean from Cheap Seat Reviews on just kind of talking about life. It was a, it was a good show. Um, if, you didn't, if you didn't listen to it yet, go ahead and check it out. Um, just... Anywhere you listen to podcasts, search Twist My Arm. And for this show, search Quest Me. But if you're listening right now, you already know to search Quest Me. So <laughs> <sighs> I'm just trying to delay the inevitable. I know you are. Um, but how, how are you, Justin? It's been a couple weeks. Yes, it has. Yeah. Um, been well. Work's yeah. real busy. Little yeah. girl's uh, birthday presents are starting to come in. So I have a brand new 14-foot trampoline oh bam, 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 bam. have you been jumping on the trampoline yes have you hurt yourself yet no okay it's well, really good. it's for me i feel like <laughs> but when audrey's older she'll really enjoy it but she still has fun on it oh i'm sure i'm sure and then you start putting the sprinkler underneath the trampoline oh sure yeah a lot of fun, you know i can't wait to do that yeah and yeah. then we got her a uh swing set put together that's pre-made uh, all out of wood Nice. Yeah, so we have to build that. That's going to yeah. be a little bit of a bitch, but really cool. Yeah, I mean, and, and the girl's going to love it when yeah. it's done. So. She's spoiled, but she's not rotten. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. She likes Star Wars, so. Oh, I know. That's good. Raising her right. She, she came up to me the, this week and said, uh, Daddy, Star Wars. I'm like, don't you want to watch your Disney, Bluey, and bears or whatnot and she's like no star wars and she chose episode nine oh because nine is her favorite number well we'll chalk that up to her still being young and naive yeah (laughs) we'll we'll go with that um that's cool though it's it's awesome that you're you have something to bond with yeah manipulate or yeah force my favorite hobby on right well you just (laughs) Aren't you guys building like a Lego set together? Or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we got the. It's for adults, so really, I need supervision. <laughs> but uh, it's like a two thousand piece uh, Darth Vader helmet, and I never oh, realized wow. these things are fucking intricate. Ugh. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of Legos are hard to build. You have to follow each step, like exactly, like exactly. Yeah, you can't just do it on your own. Nope. No back more looking day, at the picture and just trying to build it. Yeah, back in the day, I feel like you get the instructions, but you'd still have you'd still want to try and do it yourself. Now yep. you can't. There's it's like no impossible. Way. Yeah, I have a friend that has the uh, Millennium Falcon. That's the thirty-six thousand piece yep. ship, and the three foot one by like two feet. Yeah, you have to have a table like this to display it. Right, right. Our our normal. I call this the beer pong table. Uh, and you basically need a, a table that that size for doing any sort of project like that. I feel like. Oh yeah, <laughs> unless you hang it, that'd be that that'd be really cool looking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. Um, cool. Oops. Well, yeah, it's great to have you back on the show. Um, I'm excited. I I'm always excited to talk Star Wars. I might not be like the most excited to talk about the Bad Batch. 
Yeah. Um, but it I is agree. Star Wars, and there are some cool things that happened in the last two episodes. Um, All the Easter eggs. Yeah, a lot of Easter eggs. Uh, a lot of Omega is still growing on me. I still like her. She's she's still fun. Um, but I still have some issues, and obviously we'll we'll get to those. I'm I'm hoping so much that this just gets better. I'm hoping it's like Rebels because. I feel like when Rebels first came out, I had the same thoughts where I was like, ah, this show kind of sucks. Yeah. And and then they, like at the very end of season one is when stuff started to really pop off. Yeah, I'd say like the the climax wasn't in the middle of the season. It was all at the end. Yeah, and that's what really drew me in. I was like, okay, well, I got to see what happens in season two. And then they bring in Ahsoka and... Vader. Get rid of the lightsaber gun. Yeah, that stupid (laughs) lightsaber gun. Oh, the dumbest thing. I still Um, think it's cool. But I'm hoping the Bad Batch has that, although I have been reading some rumors that this might be the only season the Bad Batch has. um, And that they might just all be dead at the end of this series. I mean, that's not a a bad ending. No, and it's not very far-fetched from what could actually happen. True. Um... Although at the end of episode six, I believe we're, we're reviewing episodes five and six. Um, Rampage is episode five, and decommissioned is episode six. Um, but at the end of episode six, I, I feel like you you get the uh, you get the inclination that more characters are going to come in that we care about. Oh, absolutely! Um, the little holo- or the hologram. Yep, and we'll get there. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's start with episode five. Which, look, I actually really enjoyed this episode um, as far as just Star Wars. Just watching a Star Wars show, and it was it was fun. Um, That's a, I'd agree. I have my issues with, like, the way the story goes and how Moochie. it's progressing. But, yeah, man, like, basically, <laughs> my synopsis, because I can't find a good synopsis online, is the Bad Batch is hired by uh, Sid to... Uh, go capture a prisoner or to go to go rescue a prisoner for her client and unknown client yeah your unknown client which you know it's kind of cool to figure that out at the end but that's basically the premise of this and so they have to fly to whatever planet they go to is it Ord Ord Mandrell I think they went to Ord Mandrell how do you remember that Uh, because I have this crazy stupid memory it's I, I don't know, man. I'm never good with Star Wars planets. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure this is the first time we ever see that planet, which has been very it's teased in books and comics and stuff like that. Um, oh, it is. Yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I ca- I can't get into specifics, but like the Legends series, they they went to that planet a lot. Um, some of the comics they went to that planet. Um. But yeah, so they basically go to this planet to rescue what they think is a prisoner, and it ends up being a fucking baby rancor. I know. Wasn't that nuts? I thought, I mean... It, they're talking to the alien kid. Moochie, we gotta go. We'll save you real like, quick. We're not Moochie. Yeah. That, Who they, the fuck are you talking to? I'm not yeah. Moochie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so at first, they get to this planet, <clears throat> and the Empire is just holding uh, a bunch of people. Is it the Empire? It's the Empire. But they're holding a bunch of people hostage. And so... They, the Bad Batch automatically assumes that the child that they're holding hostage is Moochie, the um, person target. that they're, the target they're sent to go rescue. And come to find out, it's not Moochie. It's actually a baby Rancor. And what, were your, what was your first thought when you saw a baby Rancor? Damn, it looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, yeah, I knew it was a rancor right away, but I was just staring at its head, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's weird looking." It's it doesn't like look a, like the movie at all. Tumor on its head. But yeah, it, right. But it does look like the rancor in the movie. If you if you really look at Return of the Jedi, okay. and you look at like the the baby and kind of make those comparisons, the rancor is just more like filled out. So the big bumps <laughs> on his head don't really seem as predominant as they do when you first see it, like the baby rancor. Okay. It grows into its it, head. It does grow <laughs> into its head when it gets to be 30 feet tall or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. It was a very strange looking little creature, but also kind of cute. Yeah. It 
yeah. right? It's it's confusingly cute. Yeah, it was. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, it's a baby rancor. Oh, don't shoot it. Oh, no. Oh, but like that thing is deadly, so maybe shoot it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's very conflicting. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and that's, it's funny. This episode might not, might not go more than a half hour, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. Because these shows, the the story and and the whole like episodic nature of it it's so short yeah like, they're I feel like, like 25 they, minutes and and just everything that happens in them there's not a lot to really go over um except maybe in episode 6 but the foreshadowing yeah but like this one that's that's just, that's what they do they go and they go to rescue the rancor and there's some trouble and then they they find out who is it, who is it wrecker is yep. the one that actually rescues the Rancor. Yep, he dominated it. Yep, because that's what he has to do. He has to dominate it. What? <laughs> I mean, and that was... Dominate this Rancor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like Hulk smash. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and he just goes and smashes. But, but Wrecker is slowly becoming my favorite character of this show. Oh, he's been mine. He's the only one that I, I truly believe is funny. Yeah, and and it's not just funny. He's got a lot of new developments that have happened in the last two episodes that make him kind of important at this point. Yeah, that to me like make him more interesting than anybody else. Well, he's got a little more development going on. Absolutely, um, and it progresses over several episodes. And w- instead of Hunter going through development of, oh, I'm gonna be a dad. But would you even say that the other characters have much development aside from Omega? Because obviously Omega, she's yeah. the main person that we're like watching in this. The sh- yeah, she's the main mystery of protagonist. This whole show. Yeah, I would say the whole group is the main protagonist, but she's the one that we're the most focused on as the far spotlight as is on story. Yeah. yeah, and where she comes from, why she is the way she is, where she's gonna go from here. Um. But now, after watching these last two episodes, I feel like Wrecker is kind of in that same boat. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Um, I didn't notice it the previous few episodes, but then it keeps on happening. But I mean, even in like, what was it, episode two, I think, when he builds the room for Omega? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the one that, you know, learns how to care, learns how to... He's the mother of the group. Right, but he's learning how to be that part. But he's also the wrecker of the group. So he's, I don't know, as far as his development, his is the most interesting. Um, Hunter is the most, I feel like, um, split. You know what I mean? Like he has no idea what to think about stuff. Hmm. I don't know. Right? Like He's I feel just like he's going f- with the flow. Like They didn't plan on being mercenaries, but oh. We're mercs. Well, he's just battling his himself, I feel like, the whole time. Where he's like, should I be doing this? Like, j- even this first mission talking to Sid, when he's like, well, we're, we're not mercenaries. But then Sid's like, well, yeah, you are. Yeah. What, do you, what do you, if you're not mercenaries? You're going to go on a mission and make money. That's what you're doing right now. You're a mercenary. You're not wrong. And I feel like he was really struggling with that concept of them being on the other side of the law now yeah but they always do the good thing though they i mean yeah they do um but kind of in a conflicting nature yeah you're right it seems like they begrudgingly do the the right thing yeah because in the sixth episode they he got called out he did he absolutely did but uh, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. The sixth episode is the most interesting of these two episodes for sure. I'd agree. Five um, was entertaining to watch. And and that's what I was just going to say. It was entertaining. The ships were cool. I love seeing the new ships come in. I love, um, you know, finding out that Moochie um, was kidnapped from Bib Fortuna and Jabba's palace. I, I still think Moochie is... Uh in the Return of the S- or no. Return of the Jedi. No, 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 it's not. Yeah, um, prove it. I will. Hang on a second, because like his caretaker, <clears throat> that guy with the head robe, uh-huh, he uh-huh. looked just like the caretaker. He does, minus yes, the weight. Correct. Um, Age him a few years, add like hundred pounds, and then boom, he's in. 
So he cries, man. He's attached to that rancor. The it's moochy. <laughs> right. Um, let me let me find it out here because there's actually. Um, hang on. There's. There, I, I'm, I'm just looking it up really quick, to, trying to find the article that I had. Um, about. Uh, Moochie. M U. Is it M U? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I'm spelling it wrong here. Moochie the Rancor. Yeah. There we go. Moochie. Wikipedia. I believe it then. Uh, Moochie was released to Bib Fortuna, uh, who cared about the Rancor and called her his sweet girl. So this was actually Bib Fortuna's Rancor. And the Rancor that's in Return of the Jedi um, is has a different name. How do we? I never knew it had a name in that movie. It does, and it's named Patissa, who is actually male. So, uh, no shit. Yep, yep, yep. Jabba's um. Rancor in Wikipedia. Really he got it as a birthday present. Yes, correct. Which here's here's my theory on that. Um, to me, it, so looks like Moochie is about what one year old, two years old, maybe. Really, really young Rancor. Yeah, Return definitely of the Jedi so infant is, and and Moochie could even be a little older, maybe a teenage Rancor. Return of the Jedi is about what thirty years after, roughly, give or take, after Revenge of the Sith, which is. You know, Bad Batch is set directly after Revenge of the Sith. So that actually gives Moochie enough time to have a baby. No, it's only 18 years. No, because from... Luke and Leia right, are, are but, 18. But then it's another eight years. So it's about 26 years. Oh, I forgot the movie difference. From, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so um, anyway, the I, I think that Patissa... Um, is Moochie's kid and that Bib Fortuna gave Patissa to Jabba as a gift. Mm. Like that that kind of thing. Yeah, I get it. Um that that's my first like thought about that because once I initially was like, holy shit, that's the Rancor that Luke kills. How yeah. awesome is that? <laughs> I thought of that as well. But it's it's not after doing more research you find out obviously there's different names to it. So Damn. Um, and it, I mean, it also could have been, you know, maybe Bib Fortuna gave Jabba the, um, Moochie's kid or baby rancor. And then Jabba let the other guy take care of him, be the caretaker because Jabba has get a fucking it. crime syndicate to run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Can't do everything. Yeah. Um, speaking of crime syndicates, man, I cannot help but keep thinking that, the Black Sun is going to show up. Darth Maul and all that? Darth Maul, Prince Shizor, um, Dash Rendar. I would love that. Like, I I just... Dash Rendar. I don't know. Dave Filoni has this way of doing that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Where he pulls things from legend. Thrawn is the prime example of he that. He pulls le- old legends into canon, because yeah. that's what the fans want. Right. And so Sid, I believe, was... If I'm not mistaken, she she works for someone that we didn't re- we don't really know who she's working for. Mm. But I think a lot of the assumptions are that she's working for the Black Star Syndicate or whatever that's called. Black Sun. Black Sun. Sorry, Black Sun Syndicate. So mm. it would be cool um, to see that. What uh, what what would you rate episode five? We'll just we'll just go straight into the rating for this. On the Tarkin scale? Yeah. Mm. I'd rate it a six. Six? Yeah. I, I would say about a six, too. Six, six point five, something like that. Yeah. It's um, entertaining. I liked it. There's a bunch of Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I was wrong, but I thought the Rancor was a, a drop from <laughs> ROT. R.O., what is it, Return of the Jedi. But there was still a, an Easter egg from Return of the Jedi in Bid Fortuna. Yeah, that's so. true. And technically, uh, he was in episode one, too. So it would be an Easter egg from both episode one and Return of the Jedi. And he wasn't originally in episode one. They added that scene. 
Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, he could be right, but he was in there. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll um, give you that. Because he was the one that poked Jabba awake at the end of the pod race scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. They didn't add that scene. You're right. Yeah. Man, Justin's just 0 for 2 right now. I'm a little tired. <laughs> Excuses. I that, know. That's okay. It's It's been a long couple weeks, and these episodes, although fun and it's great to get new Star Wars, they're just not the most captivating. Mm. No, not like... Rebels season two plus or Clone Wars. Wars. I mean, I'm rating this closer to Clone Wars of how they have those boring, stupid fillers. And I then, feel like this whole season has been nothing but fillers. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Except episode one. I'm still waiting for that to come back. I want the yeah. main plot. Yeah, maybe we'll see Kanan again, but I doubt it. Oh, no, that was just a, oh, here's something cool that I'm alluding to. What a tease that was. But it's Dave Filoni. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Like, what if he gets Cal? Or what's his name? Cal? From Jedi Order. Order. Yeah. What if he does, like, a little drop to him? That'd be be really fucking cool. And you're not wrong. With Dave Filoni, anything is possible because that dude is crazy. And he knows his lore. And he knows what the fans like. And he gives it. He gives what us what he, we want. He does. He does. <laughs> um, speaking of giving us what we want, episode six, I feel like he tried to do that, but failed to deliver. And here's why. Episode six, um, I I paid a little bit of attention. but You paid a little attention? But I didn't pay as much attention as I probably should have. Um, this is another one where they get a mission from Sid. And they're on a mission to acquire a valuable asset, but the batch encounters smugglers after the same target. Ooh. Um, and it was just so. And re- remind me, they were just finding data from a droid, correct? Like war I data. I think they wanted the droid to be a tactician. You know how it's originally. Oh. And then oh. It, Okay. Yeah, it can it commands and the where troops go. Droids yeah, that, okay. it's a robot and it predicts. Okay, and that makes sense. Well, it was another one of those episodes that was fun, um, but only had a few real main plot points to it. Number yeah. one yeah. being Omega and her bow. Which is sick. I love that bow. Well, she got it in episode five. She picked it up. And then she finally uses it at, at like literally the beginning of the episode. You see her shooting, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" Right. And then she can't shoot. And she can't shoot because, as Sid so wonderfully references, her noodle arms that can't hold up the bow, and she's not strong enough. She needs to build up her strength. And I was like, "Oh, noodle arms! That's awesome! I have noodle arms." <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, noodle arms. Yeah. Um. But I really, really, really like that bow. That's a brand new weapon to the Star Wars universe. Uh, mm-hmm. da, da, da. Night Sisters. Maybe it's the same bow. Okay, I'm sorry. You're you're absolutely right. Um, I said maybe it does the same mechanism. I don't know. If you're it's right. For, for, for like same model and all that. But it is still fairly new. Oh no, to, it's to freaking people. cool though. And. Are there even arrows in it, or is it like... It's a projectile. Like, she she pulls pulls back, and it, like, Puts makes a the arrow yeah. appear. It's kind weird. Of. It's like a blaster bullet that appears in the bow. And, oh, man, it's it's so cool. I, I want one. I want um, one. <laughs> but her training on that, obviously, was some fun foreshadowing for what happens at the end of this episode with her. Uh, yeah. Um, and, obviously, with most cheesy children cartoons, you know, they're going to train at the beginning... Uh, they're gonna have it. a montage. Yeah, they're gonna suck at the montage. training, and then later there's gonna be some desperate attempt to save everyone, which is exactly what happens in this. Yeah, and again, it was fine, but I, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad they're still introducing new things. You know? Yeah, I, I, all the the little Easter eggs and bringbacks, I, I do like, minus the next point. Yeah, and the the one of the big things is the other smugglers. Oh my god, yeah, and other smugglers. You think, oh man, this could be cool. Who are these other smugglers? Who could it possibly be? Well, it's fucking Rafa. You guys, 
y'all y'all remember her from the ending of Clone Wars? Yeah, Rafa and Trace. Um, they were who Ahsoka runs into in the Coruscant underbelly in episode one or two of the last season of Clone Wars. Yeah. Probably the most underwhelming characters we could have possibly gotten in this show. Yep. I was hoping for a bigger name or whatnot. I mean, give us give us a homie from Solo. Or what, what was that guy's name? The the one that um Woody? Yes, Woody Harrelson's character. Yeah, I don't know his I name. I can't remember his name, but but give us that guy. Or Emphis Nest. Or Ara Singh. Like Yeah, I I mean you could even give us uh a bounty the, hunter. The guy with the hat. Embo. Embo, dude. I love Embo. Like any of those guys would have been so much better than Rafa and Trace. Those are my two least favorite characters from Clone Wars. That's uh I put the freaking uh little froggy guy in the droid arc. I still, you know, I I liked him more than I liked these two. <laughs> oh, that's hard. Honestly, that's like, hard to swallow for me. It when when they first got introduced into Clone Wars, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like they, filler. <laughs> there was a bunch of filler to understand I, where Ahsoka ran off to. Right. What what were your first thoughts of of Rafa and Trace in Clone Wars when they first showed up? What did you think about them? I was bored with them. They were just some characters who are like typical story. They're orphans. They only have one thing in their life, and it's this docking shed or docking shuttle. And uh, yeah, it was very boring. I mean, granted, they they come from a colorful past, and they worked really hard to get where they are, and they have been wronged by many people, and they're kind of a... They live in the gray. You know, yeah. But, like, I don't know. It just doesn't... They just don't... I don't care. Um, the voice actors are great. Elizabeth Rodriguez, who plays Rafa, is in Logan. She's in The Good Doctor. She's in Shameless. She's in Orange is the New Black. And then, you know, Bridget Callie Canales is also another really good voice actor. She's, I mean, she's in Baby Driver. She's in Fear the Walking Dead. She was in the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. I mean, th they're very, you know, they're, they know what they're doing. And their acting is great as far as voice acting. I just don't like the characters. I agree. You know, and, and the I feel like they're... There's no point for them being there. Now, if the end of this episode dun, brings dun, us dun. other stuff... Full circle. Then, then I'll, I'll maybe have a different tune with them. But they're, they're found useful. Right. But before we get there, I want to talk about Wrecker in this episode. Mm. Because he had some more crazy development. His head injuries. Tell us about the head injuries. Uh, so he's had them for the last few episodes. Ever, I can't remember the first one. He headbutts someone. Or got his head slammed in to a bulkhead or whatnot. But uh, either occasionally he gets a headache and he had to miss out on one episode because he was tired. And then they're just happening more frequently. And this last one, he goes off on a, like a solo mission to, and he gets islanded. He goes. He goes to shut down something. Yeah. The oh yeah. The whole system. Yeah. So they can take the data from the system yep, and take yep. it back to Sid for her whoever. And then he gets the head injury after being a badass. But then he, it was weird. This is the first time they dropped a, what this is a, a preludes to. It started saying, good soldiers. Yeah, so so Wrecker, you know, has, like you said, this really badass moment where he, like, does some American Ninja Warrior shit. Right. And, like, holds on to this uh, big steel rope or whatever and flies or I don't know, soars across the lava. And then when he lands, he hits his head so hard on this like mechanism that he gets, he says, Oh my God, my head hurts. I got a headache. Yep. yep. And then as he's on the ground, he starts saying what um, Crosshair was saying. Or all the clones, really. Well, <clears throat> all the clones except for the Bad Batch right now because the Bad Batch are defective. Yeah. Because Hunter and, um, and Tech and the other guy whatever they they never echo. had this echo they never had the problem of of this where wreckers on the ground and he's like 
good soldiers obey orders. Good soldiers obey orders. And he starts doing that like Order 66 He's like shit. fighting it, I think. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know what's going on because he's like short-circuiting. Like the chip in his head is... Trying like, to work? Trying to work, but not working because the whatever is not firing correct the the chip in his brain. Yeah. So I guess that's what's wrong with crosshair. That's exactly what's wrong with crosshair. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So one thing they, they'll be able to do in this, and I'm sure they'll figure it out, and uh, man, I, I can already call this whole episode. If if I'm right of who's gonna be coming into this show, I'm I'm already gonna call it and we'll do it at the end of the show. But I feel like there is gonna be a way that they can get rid of that. And that's kind of the main story arc of this season mm-hmm. and if they go on to more seasons they'll obviously make more story arcs but this one is getting the bad batch to be normal people that aren't affected by order 66 anymore and the only way to do that as we know is through electroshock therapy <laughs> that ahsoka did to rex in yeah. clone wars yep but it almost killed him it did almost kill him it did He almost died, man. He did. I don't know. It's That was the most interesting part of this show, for sure, this episode. And, I mean, them teaming up with Rafa and and Trace was kind of cool. Because those, those girls are badass. Yeah, I just, I'll I give still it just, to them. I feel like they, they handle they their have, own. Yeah, they just have no point in this show, really. Um, or in Clone Wars, to be honest with you. I'm, and again, I'm going to get corrected on that, and any Star Wars fan listening to this or Bad Batch fan listening to this would probably castrate me for talking shit no, about Rafa and Trace. Like, yeah. Oh, they, they bring Ahsoka's development, and they blah, 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 and they help the bad bitch, and the bad bitch. But still, I just don't care about They're them. such background characters. Yeah. I did like how they controlled the droids. Oh, with uh, the tactical droid head? Yeah. yeah, that was badass. That was a good idea. And they they took that all the tactical information from that droid, and just like sent it to all the like decommissioned. That's what this episode is called. But they sent it all the decommissioned battle droids that then fought with them to get out of this heavily guarded place. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, weird to see I clones think fighting alongside. Yep. Yep. And I think they even commented on that in the episode. What did they say? Do you remember? No, I can't. I think it was like, well, well, this is some weird whatever. I think it was something along those lines, but <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, they, they end up, you know, completing the mission, obviously. Oh, yeah. In some and more form or fashion. Yeah, Wrecker snaps out of his little Daze. thing that he's having. Um, but I don't think he snaps out of it fully. I think he's still having some head issues when he gets back on the on the ship. Oh, guarantee it. And what, man? What do you think could? What do you? What kind of problems do you think could arise with that? R- record going fucking ape shit on everyone. Yeah, <sighs> you think I? Yeah, because the new order, like they're they're bad. They're rogues. Yeah, all clones are will try to. Uh, destroy them you know I just think that I think he's gonna somehow betray them and call Crosshair you know and be like oh, I'm sorry Crosshair I, I I understand where I went wrong good, good soldiers. soldiers obey orders <laughs> like and he might be the one to oust them I could see that being potential but um, Rafa and like you were saying earlier in the episode Rafa and Trace were giving Hunter shit about which side he was on and what he was doing, why he was doing it. Yep. Asking him, what are you, you know, why are you here? What are you? And he's like, I'm just on a job. And she's like, well, who's paying you? Where are you going to give this information? Like, what are you going to do with this tactical information? And I thought that was a really telling moment as far as Hunter's character because it really made him start thinking about where he wants to be yeah i guess that is development right there because he ultimately does i mean he the rafa never said it but i'm pretty sure the information went to the rebels or fulcrum correct well and that's why they were there to steal it and i think tech had made a copy of it right 
Uh, yeah. Because at the end, they get they have the information for themselves, but then they give the information also to Rafa and Trace. And she was she's like, oh, maybe you're maybe you're different after all. And he's like, I probably (laughs) (laughs) probably. Um, Oh, Lord. But it's it's cool to see like that clones can still be okay. You know what I mean? They can still be good guys because from what we know of, you know, episode one, two and three, they were always the good guys. They were always there. And then how fucking heartbreaking is it Mm. when they turn? I just watched episode three recently. I did an interview on. Uh, or I was on Cheap Seat Reviews talking about episode three. And just watching that movie again was so heartbreaking because the Jedi, everyone trusted the clones. Anakin, you are my brother. I mean, yeah, that's essentially. But like, <laughs> now it's, that's probably one of the best parts about this show is that you see that some clones might have made it out and maybe okay. Um, or maybe it's just Clone Force 99. Maybe it's just these five characters that are good. Possibly. I mean, everyone else seems like a robot. That's true. And then it's going to be sad when the Empire chooses to decommission the clones. Well, they already did, didn't they? They stopped oh, making them. They haven't but they have them in their ranks. Yeah. Man, you think they're just going to kill them all? Yep, genocide. Have you ever seen the movie The Island? With Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson. Um, is that where he's uh, in the same asylum? No, that's no, Leo. He's a, he's a clone. Spoiler alert. Oh. This came out in 2002. But oh, yeah. Because yeah, the, the rich person needed a kidney or a yeah, liver or exactly. something. So, and so he escaped. It's it's one of Michael Bay's like early movies. Um, but he, yeah, Ewan McGregor um, and Scarlett Johansson are in this facility and they're told their entire lives, which they don't realize is only three years, but they're told their entire lives that um, there was a contagion out in the real world and that the earth is fucked up and they can't go outside. But there's one island that people get chosen to go to to get free, right? So mm. so throughout the movie, you know, they're calling numbers like, oh, this number gets to go to the island and everyone's all super stoked about it. Oh, the island. And then you find out that really what's going on is everyone's a clone. All these people in this little bunker are clones of rich people. And when something happens to the rich person, like if they have heart failure, or they get in a car accident, they pull their clone to the side and harvest their organs. And so when they get called to the island, they're harvesting, they're harvesting time. their organs. So basically the, my whole main point of this is I think that it's going to be kind of like that um, in the island. They find out that a bunch of their clones are defective. And so they gather all the defective clones and put them in a room and just gas chamber them. Mm. And, you know, they they don't end up dying. They get saved. But that's what they would do with defective clones is just gas chamber them. So I'm wondering if that's what they're going to do in this. To all the clones? To all the clones on Camino, at least. Uh, like you have. Okay, okay. You have that whole echelon or whatever of clones on Camino that are still growing. And if the emperor decides to shut it down, they're just going to gas that whole place. I mean, there's a reason why we never hear of it in the future. It's true. It's true. And it'd, it'd be interesting to see what kind of story that brings out, too. Because if clones start, you know, realizing they're just getting killed by the emperor for no reason, you know, throughout the, it, it, it'll start on Camino. Mm-hmm. And then it'll slowly branch out. You start seeing star destroyers that pull other clone troopers into certain rooms and start killing them. You know, and and I could see. I'm it. sure there'd be some sort of rescue plan or something to help the clones. Oh, I gotta get my brothers. Gotta get all the clones out and take them to the outer outer realm. And then and then Thrawn comes in in Mandalorian, and when he comes back, he's got a whole fucking clone army. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. How cool would that be? It's they just end up being bad anyway. Full circle. This is badass. <laughs> oh, Disney, hire me. I will help you write stories. <laughs> oh, um, lordy. Oh, lordy. <laughs> but no, I, again, I, I think that'd be kind of a cool arc if they start killing off all these clones and then the Bad Batch has to go rescue everyone. You know, at least that at if, least it would make if they this, want rescuing. Yeah, at least it would 
good soldiers follow orders. That's true. And maybe that would be the, the twist on the it. The final order. Where they, they go to rescue him and they're like, nope, this is this is these are our orders. And they watch all of them die. Whew, that'd be that'd be heavy. Disney can't Disney would not promote genocide in a kid's show. In a gas chamber. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way Disney would do that. I cannot that. <laughs> see that. Though I would be happy with it, I can't see that. Cannot. Nope. That'd be that'd be pretty intense for a kid. Disney show, does genocide sure. in fourteen year old show. That'd be yeah, that'd be Okay, all right. Well they probably won't show it then, but <laughs> they'll hint or like lead to it. Hint to it, yeah. Oh man. It'll all be right. Tarkin. Carry out the final order. Final order. Yeah. Um, so, all right, we talked about, yeah, I get, we didn't talk about Omega using that bow at the end. No. She destroyed it. She was killing it at the end with that bow. I don't know. Here, here, the, here's the thing about that episode. Adrenaline. Yeah. All right. All right. I was going to say her arms are noodles, right? Mm. She can't hold the, uh, the bow. And then at the end, you just see her blow, blow, yeah. blow. And you're like, oh. It's not her arms. It's her. Uh, what did she say? It's all about uh, just what was it? Just focusing out the distractions. Oh, yep. 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 But also when your adrenaline is pumping through your body because you're getting shot at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might help a little bit. Uh, I get that. Um, you get that strength. Yeah. So the end of this episode was pretty cool, too, because you see, you know, everyone says they're goodbyes and they're all happy and everyone got what they wanted and then you cut to Rafa and Trace on their ship and they send a message to a hologram unknown an unknown hologram that they say um, we found a batch of rogue clones we thought you'd want to know about them who do you think is that figure oh I already said it earlier you didn't though. Fulcrum. Fulcrum. So Ahsoka. Or, yeah. Or the... Ahsoka. Okay. Uh, the only thing you can see is, I guess, sort of robes, or a cape, and the only one that I can see the Rafa and Trace reaching out to is Ahsoka. Mm, yeah. Yep. Because they didn't okay. like any other Jedi. You're right. You're right. But who um, knows? Maybe it's Jar Jar. <laughs> now, why would you say it's Jar Jar? What What would be the? What, why would uh? Why would they be contacting Jar Jar? Because the Empire doesn't like Jar Jar. Because he's on a revenge rampage. <laughs> revenge rampage. Misa kill Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um. I hate Jar Jar. Everybody knows, but. No, of course they don't, like, say who it is. I'm trying to find, like, dang, that's too bad. Um, So this little article says it could be Ahsoka, could be Captain Rex, could be Saw Gerrera. It's not Saw. No, it's not Saw. I don't think it's Saw. I Although like it could Rex. be Saw because Saw was in this show already. Yeah, but he, I don't think he would really care if he knew the, uh, the rogue uh, clones. Unless he knew that Crosshair <coughs> was a clone. Because Saw met up with... No, Saw met up with the rogue clones yep. in that episode. And they talked. And then they, they didn't kill them. Like, the, the Clone Force 99 didn't kill them. Mm. And so, it could be... Like, Saw is like, I need them. I need to talk to them. If anyone ever sees these clones, hit me up. Possibly. I mean that that's a good that's a good one. Um Ahsoka though is a very makes the most sense. Yes. Um being a Dave Filoni show it's would not be surprising. Almost inevitable that Ahsoka shows up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean she's shown up in all of his shows. She was the main focal point of Clone Wars. She showed up in yeah. Rebels to save that show. She showed up she in Mandalorian to tickle all the fans' balls. She now has her own live-action series coming out. Um, she didn't show up in Resistance. Because that show's garbage. 
also she could be dead by that time it could be like too far in the future because it was like right before the resistance started right yeah i don't know Uh, i didn't pay attention enough to that show (laughs) but yeah most likely it's ahsoka dave filoni it's what they've already interacted with her from clone wars now it's a uh either she'll be very much part of this or like a a or uh, what is it? A, a head nod towards her. Sure. Do you think it could be Tarkin? No. You don't think they'd be working for the Empire? No. Because hmm. they already said the Empire is baddies. Well, but they didn't. They didn't like the Republic. And if you remember in Episode Two, mm-hmm. when new recruits were going into the Empire. They were like, we hated the Republic, but the Empire's given us this, this, and this. What if the Empire's giving Rafa and Trace food, clothing, shelter, jobs? Yeah. The and they're reporting to them. Hmm. It wouldn't be wouldn't necessarily mean that they're bad guys. It would just mean that they're working for the wrong people and they don't realize it. Alright, I could see that now. Could could be someone from the it might or, not necessarily be Tarkin. But it could be someone from the Empire, whoever yeah. his like little side guy was, or maybe Fennec, the bounty hunter that's chasing him. That's true too, because um, yeah, you don't really see much. You they other than gives her you shoulder, nothing. Or this person's shoulder. Is it a shoulder? I just thought I saw like a robe or a cape. Let me see if I can find it in the images here. Um, it's not gonna show me. I'm just gonna have to there bring it, is. it up. Wait, where? Bottom left. Ah, yes. Yeah, see, so if you look uh, right there, that's a shoulder, and there's like, uh, it looks like a robe right there, so. guess it is a shoulder. It, and it could be. It looks like a female's. Right. And I don't think Fennec wore a robe. And that, to me, looks like Jedi robes. I agree. So, I, I mean. I would love it to be Tarkin. Maybe he's maybe or Tarkin's just coming out of the shower and he's in his you know bathrobe. Rex wore wore a robe as well. He did. Yep. Yep. But does Rex know them? Yeah. Are Wait, you sure? I don't know. I don't. I don't think they met. I think it was just Ahsoka that met them. Yeah. Like that's the only real connection, unless they went to the Empire because of what they could give them. The only real connection is Ahsoka. Would be Ahsoka. The twist would be everyone thinks it's Ahsoka, and then you find out it's the Empire. That would be where, like... What a twist! Yeah, so... Some M. Night Shyamalan shit. I think it could go either way. I would love it to be Ahsoka. I would love to see Ashley Eckstein come back and voice Ahsoka. Yeah, I feel like she kind of got screwed out of the live-action role. I think she could have done a good job, although Rosaria Dawson did a great job. I think Ashley Eckstein could have done just as good of a job. Better. Not, Not better, per se, but just as good. It's not like Rosario Dawson did like crazy stunts or anything or anything like that. I mean, it was she, she fought. Yeah, but Ashley Eckstein could learn how to do that too. I guarantee Rosario Dawson had to go to like some sort of training. Yeah, probably, <laughs> you're right. Like so, but, or it is choreographed. Yeah, and it's it's fine. It's it's done, and I love both characters. Ashley Eckstein will forever be my Ahsoka. Rosario Dawson is great, and she portrays her wonderfully but i would love to see Eckstein come back and voice the character especially for this show because i feel like it needs something like that so are you saying next episode is going to be good <sighs> what are we on episode six yeah number seven i think gonna next be episode good. is going to be another filler i think <sighs> we're going to get another stupid filler episode and then with another a cliffhanger at the end uh, yep and then episode eight will probably because uh, w- things will start hitting the fan. It's 16 episodes long? Or? 16, yeah. Okay, it'll be, yeah, it'll definitely be halfway point. Uh, and Catch us again. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, I don't I don't know the reviews of this show, how, how if it's been getting good reviews or anything. But there's, I mean, cartoons have been known to stop in the mid-season and then redo things. You yeah. know, like rewrite, reanimate, do that that kind of stuff. So, I mean, if it's getting terrible reviews and Disney wants to figure it out, they could pull the plug for a mid-season finale and then bring it back later on when there's newer episodes. I doubt that's going to happen. We probably would have known by now. But 
Yeah. You never know. It just depends, man. There's again, this I feel like this show needs something like an Ahsoka. Something like a an audience grabber. Uh, yeah, an attention grabber. Just like What if it was Rex though? Would that be an enough? No. No, I don't think so. Cause if you remember at the end of Rebels, Rex was uh, what he had that little sandwalker, and he had other clones with him. Who are those clones? Yeah, and it, I mean, I'd have to go back and watch that episode. I I remember it because I remember the cool dragon they fought in the sand and like. Was it Rex that was running the sand crawler? Or was it Rex that knew the clones that were running the sand crawler? Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Because I thought I thought Rex knew the clones and then we'll have to we'll have to come back to this next week or next episode and, and correct ourselves. But I thought Rex knew the the troops in the crawler and he had to convince them the Jedi were good because they were still under the Order 66 impression. And Rex had to also convince... Nope, nope, I'm wrong. It was Ahsoka that knew Rex, and and Rex was there on the thing because um, he didn't trust, or Kanan didn't trust um, Rex or any of the clones. Nope. And Rex, for the rest of the season, had to, like, earn his trust. Okay, so I'm glad we worked that out together. Thanks. (laughs) So I'm right? Yes, yes. One one for three now, so one and two. Doing great. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you wanted to say about episode six? Is there, are there any other predictions that you wanted to make or anything like that? Uh, I think I'm just going to hold off on predictions and wait okay. for the ride to... Just, just watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I like to debate things. I like to... I'll imagine. have more <clears throat> after the, hopefully, episode eight. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Feel like it's gonna be a lot of content there. I hope so, man. Um, it, it needs to be. Otherwise, I'm I'm slowly losing interest. Yeah. What would you rate episode six? Um, uh, about a six and a half. Okay. Maybe a seven, just because of the ending. <clears throat> I was gonna say I would rate it about a seven, seven point five, because of that ending. Yep. Because there's a little more intrigue, and I would actually go with a solid seven five because I like the bow. And I thought that was a really cool addition. And especially when Sid shot it. Yeah, that was cool. Because she really showed how, how good you can be with that bow. So hopefully Omega gets better. I'm, I'm, no, I'm sure she will. But um, yeah, I'd say 7.5 for me. All right. I can see that. Um, it brought me a little, like it made me a little more intrigued to see what's going to happen with Rafa and Trace and who they're talking to. You don't care about Rafa. I don't Trace. care about them, but I care about who they're talking to. Yes, agreed. Um, Ahsoka. So yeah, possibly. Um, it definitely is. But yeah, the, the battle scenes and the action stuff, and I mean Wrecker's little development, showing his. Uh, He's trying good to fight it. Stuff. Yeah, that that was. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's move on to our segment here. Yes, that's right. This is the Tarkin shot of the show. Um, out of these last two episodes, Justin, what would you consider your shot of the show? My shot of the show? What do you mean? Shot of the show. It's uh, the the uh, your favorite scene. Oh, my favorite scene. Uh, I'd probably go back to episode five and the whole unleash. Are you Moochie? Let's go. No, that's Moochie and a fucking big old rancor hop out. That that caught me off guard. Yeah, that, that was probably mine. Of um, at least these two episodes. Mine is gonna be when Record drops down when he finally comes out of his little coma. Yeah, and uh, Rafa and Trace are then they're all like, like pinned down, and then Record drops from the ceiling and starts blasting all the droids uh, and then yeah. throwing the droids at at everyone and like. Rafa's like, I like him. Or he, she's like, now he, him, I like. I was like, yeah, okay, I like Record too. He's he's pretty cool. And that, that whole <laughs> scene was 
So, See him go all tank on everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, uh, wasn't the Moochie one, wasn't that a Wrecker shot shoot too? Yep. Dang, man. Wrecker's just stealing the show. He's killing it. I was a little worried about him at first, but but he's stealing the show. I called it from the beginning. So. Wrecker's my favorite. Yeah. He's he's doing, yeah. And it has the most development thus far. Yeah. Wrecker and Omega are probably the, the best so far, for sure. Um, cool. I think... I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We went a little longer than I actually anticipated. Good. Yeah, it's always it's always good talking Star Wars though. We can always you draw know? something out. Yeah. Um dang, there's not a lot of Star Wars news happening either. Um just you know, rumors, rumors are flying. Rumors are flying about Thrawn, about Ahsoka, about Obi-Wan, all sorts of stuff. So um, I haven't read any of the rumors yet. Yeah, I haven't. I will. I like to formulate my own and see if I came up with something popular or not. Sure, that makes sense. Um, I am excited for everything that's coming out. Definitely, should be should be a good rest of the year for Star Wars, for Marvel, all sorts of shit. Yeah. So, anything else you want to touch on today at all? Um. Not really, no. I think we did. Uh, we covered all of our bases really well. I know we're both not too excited, but we're s- we're still on the optimistic side, so that's good to see. I mean, we're still Star Wars fans. That's that's yeah. the main thing. Is yeah. like it might not be the best piece of content from Star Wars, but it's still Star Wars. I give you that. You know, you get Rancors, you get Bib Fortunas, <laughs> you get like <laughs> blaster bows. I mean. Even though the the story might not all be there, the other stuff is. The music is there. The ships are there. It's still the universe. Yeah, man. So it's, no matter how much we might be disappointed in this, we are still lucky to have new Star Wars content coming out. I agree. Um, Any Trekkie fan would definitely tell you that. (laughs) Although, Although Star Trek does have some pretty cool stuff coming like that's been coming out. You got uh, Jesse is really big fan of Lower Decks. It's mm. like a show about the red shirts. Oh, the um, grunts. Yeah, and huh. then Picard was I, that one. I am excited about. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about I mean, it. Season or one nowhere. was already done, and I think people really liked it. I don't so. think it's on any of my streaming apps. No, it's on Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah. See that I would definitely watch, and that's why I haven't seen any of it yet. Because you don't have Paramount? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, and then you had Discovery. That that Star Trek was actually supposed to be really good. I watched the first three episodes of that. It, it was really good. Hmm. But it was just a... That was when CBS Now was a thing. Oh, that definitely and, died. And that merged into Paramount+. Plus. And so I had the free week subscription just to watch Star Trek, and I watched the first three episodes. And yeah, at least you mm. get to taste it. Yeah. I I messed up and I didn't get the free subscription after the whole series had come out. Uh, I did it with only the first. I was just too excited. So you were premature. I was, but like I was saying, any Star Trek fan will tell tell us Star Wars fans that we're lucky that we're getting as much content as we are, and I would absolutely agree with that. We're getting cool comics. Have you read the High Republic yet? Uh, only the first one. Oh man, the second the second issue is great. Is it? Um, and I'm hooked. I'm stoked for, I mean, I think it's up to issue six right now, but I have the Marvel Unlimited app, which has all the Star Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. So didn't I turn you on to that? You and Chip. So you told me about that and and Chip's been helping me. Oh, he sold you. It, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but but I watched uh, or I, I read that second one and it's it's cool, man. They're they're bringing in like the the Nihilus. Group and like showing a little more brutality as far as the Star Wars universe goes. It's comics, they so, can. Oh yeah, um, I'm definitely excited. I I review those on Marvel Canon Madness because even though it's a Marvel show, I still talk Star Wars because it's a Marvel <laughs> comic. It's a Marvel comic. That is true. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for us. Um, be sure to check out. All of the other shows on the network, we're we're going hard. Uh, Marvel Cannon Madness starts its Loki run, um, where our new time is on 
Wednesdays at 8.30, we're going to be doing like a day of review of Loki. Whoa, when does that come out? Uh, June 9th. That's our f- our first episode that we're doing is June 9th, and the first episode of Loki comes out June 9th, which is this upcoming Wednesday. Cool. Yeah. I believe this episode is dropping the day that we're going live for Marvel Cannon Madness. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, June 9th, make sure to tune, o- tune over to MCM and check out that show because not only are we re- reviewing Loki, but our good friend Roy, also known as the Intrepid DM, uh, lost a bet to me in Falcon and the Winter Soldier and may or may not be wearing a Wonder Woman costume that whole episode. So <laughs> make sure to check that out because that's going to be really fun for everyone except for maybe Roy. Uh, but then you got Sudden But Inevitable Rebop. We're in, we watched Firefly for season one. We're watching Cowboy Bebop for season two. Kylie awesome is a co-host show. of that. Yeah, um, I'm really digging it so far. Uh, then you got... Obviously, you got Quest Me. You got us. Thank you guys for listening to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. And then Twist My Arm. I'm interviewing so many different people. Um, we have like a bunch of fun guests coming on. So just go to twistmyarmpodcast.com and uh, check all that out. But that's going to do it for us. My name's Josh. And I'm Justin. Here's Jesse with the credit read. You all have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Twist My Arm Podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash twistmyarmpodcast. Follow us on Twitter at twistmyarmcast or Instagram at twistmyarmpodcast. Watch and chat live with us at twitch.tv slash tmagames or youtube.com slash twistmyarmpodcast. To get everything all in one place or to book an appearance, go to twistmyarmpodcast.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are held solely by those speaking them.